Welcome to The Digital's Growthcast. I'm Jason with The Digital, and I'm joined today by three brilliant minds from our development team, Carrie, Melissa, and Garrett, to talk about how to build a profit-generating website that wows. Carrie is our VP of Operations, Melissa is our lead project manager, and Garrett is a project manager here at The Digital. With that, I'll let Carrie take it away to talk about how to build a profit-generating website that wows. Thanks, Jason. Um, yeah, so when you when you first land on a website, you want to make sure that the user knows who you are, what you do, and what they should do. So, for example, if you're if it's an e-commerce store, we want to make sure it looks like an e-commerce store. So there should be products pretty close to the top, um, and you know, buttons to add to cart. If you're a landscaper, maybe the hero would be something about, you know, residential landscaping or so when someone lands on your site, it's, it's good to have a nice looking website, but you don't want to get so creative that they, someone comes to the site and doesn't even know what you do because there's just a bunch of graphics and effects, but not the message of what what's in it for them. What, what do you provide to them? And then also you want to tell them what to do once they get there with a call to action. So do you want them to call you to schedule an appointment? Um, should they subscribe? If, if you want them to subscribe to your newsletter, uh, place an order. So just make it clear that what, what they can do when they get to the site. Um, and Melissa, you, I'm sure you have some other ideas of what should go into a, a website. Yeah. Thanks, Carrie. Yeah. Th those are perfect starting points of, um, showing a user what, what they need to do and what you want them to do, uh, to go along with that. You really want to have compelling imagery and, or video, uh, video can be very, very powerful when you're, um, you know, building interest in, in your site, someone lands your site and they see a nice video. Like if, if you're a builder and you build say metal buildings, if you can have a video that shows that process and, and how, you know, easy and simple it is, um, that's going to have a lot of impact. If you're maybe, um, someone who does home interiors and you have beautiful before and after photos of those home interiors, you really want to capture that to really make people go, oh, wow, this is this is exactly what I want. Um, and that also goes towards um, showing people the differentiators of what your business is versus all of the other businesses out there. Like, uh, why do they want to, you know, use your business? Do you do you offer free estimates? Um, how long have you been in business? Um, and then also to sort of build on that, um, building trust with the customer, um, bring in testimonials. Um, that just builds this layer of trust for people coming into your site. They can see that, you know, real people are saying these things about your, your business. Um, all of the, those three things together, like the, the beautiful images, differentiators, testimonials, that just gives a, a person all these wonderful reasons to um, contact you and, and, and work with your business. 
Um, I would say in, a, in addition to those sort of top level areas, you want to think about um, search engine optimization and just at a really basic level, you want to make sure you're um, utilizing the keywords you need for your business in your headings, in your copy, you're naming your images keyword specific. So if you have a, a baking business and you're baking croissants in Raleigh, North Carolina, you don't want to put an image up on your website that is XYZ1234-1982. Uh, you want to name that uh, croissants for sale in, in Raleigh, North Carolina, or a shortened version of that. Um, and keep in mind what your URLs look like as well. Th those, those things all tie together for um, search engine optimization of your, your website. Um, and then I, I think I'd like to turn it over to Garrett, who's going to talk a little bit more about uh, e-commerce on, on the internet and how to drive business. Yeah, thanks, Melissa. Um, yeah, so, you know, Carrie talked about e-commerce items in the beginning. Melissa talked about selling, you know, so with an e-commerce site and getting, you know, profit generations and getting the most conversions you can, you know, it's good to keep your product pages, you know, clear, make the pricing visible, make sure you have, you know, good descriptions, you know, and the ability to ultimately check out and quickly and as least amount of clicks, um, you know, you know, people today get frustrated, if they, you know, they have to bounce around, try to figure out, you know, how to operate the website and ultimately you're left with an abandoned uh, cart. So, you know, some of those items to kind of speed that process up is, you know, adding an autocomplete address at checkout, you know, that saves a couple of fields of them having to type it out. Um, you know, at checkout, you can do, you know, upsells or cross sells. So, you know, an upsell would be something that, you know, or products that you would recommend instead of maybe what's currently being viewed on the site. And a cross sell would be something, you know, that you would promote in the cart you know, based on that current product at the checkout process. Um, those are great ways to, you know, create, uh, you know, increase the, the profit or the amount that's being uh, purchased. Um, you know, you can also do alerts and promotions on the site. So, you know, maybe a little pop-up or a little notification bar at the top of the site that kind of um, talks about maybe free shipping, any promotions going on, um, things like that to just engage with the customer and, and get them to want to buy. And then, you know, uh, Melissa then talked about, you know, tr the trust factor. So with products, you know, we like to gather, you know, customer feedback. That's always a good thing to have on your site, um, you know, get product reviews, you know, build that trust factor that makes them, again, want to purchase and buy, um, you know, quickly and keep coming back. But, um, you know, and all those things tying together, you know, with analytics, which, you know, I'll turn back to Carrie um, and we can kind of engage, make sure that your profit generation, your conversions um, are being measured. Yeah. So how do we know if a site is profitable? So it starts with having the right tracking tools in place so that you can actually measure success and see what's working and what's not working. So at minimum, I would recommend having Google Analytics installed. Um, but there's also some tools that your sales team might really like. For example, HubSpot. HubSpot is a customer... Uh, relationship management tool. Uh, it's a CRM for short. And when you connect HubSpot with a WordPress site, it can track the activity on your site. So it will capture uh, the 
the user's information, what pages they visited, what they clicked on, uh, any forms they filled out and all their form entries. So that is really nice. Uh, it's more detailed than what you get from Google Analytics. So if you're getting ready to get on a sales call, you can look at the activity and see, you know, what pages were they interested in and get an idea of what they're looking for. And then uh, a call tracking tool is also recommended. Uh, we like CallRail, and that will put different phone numbers on your site so that when someone calls from the website, it's tracked as a call um, and it has more uh, reporting in there as well. So it's really nice to know, um, you know, are people filling out forms? Are they calling? What pages are they calling or converting on? Um, and then if you know your customer lifetime value, you can add a, a dollar amount to your conversion tracking and analytics and actually track how profitable uh, your site is. So if you don't measure the results of your website, it'll be really hard to improve. So if we're, if we have the appropriate tracking in place, we see what's working, what's not working, what is working, you might invest more time or money into it. And if what's not working, you can improve, whether it's changing the message or adding a video or more images. So um, highly recommend having tracking in place right from the start. It's also just nice to see the progress that you make over time. A big thank you to Carrie, Melissa, and Garrett for coming on this episode to share your expertise. And thank you to our listeners for joining us for this episode of The Digital's Growthcast. Feel free to connect with us on social media and visit our website, thedigital.com, for a wealth of resources like blogs, case studies, and more to help empower your business's growth. Thanks for listening.